You feel that? Do you feel that? That is electricity, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. We're back. And if you're a guy, you could probably feel that right in your plums, right in your gonads. And if you're a woman, you could probably feel that in your Adam's apple. It just feels so right. That's harmony. That's us together. That's us together again. Thank you for being here, everyone. Uh, as you already know, it's favorite time of day. Just coming on here and connecting with you great folks. And uh, we have a, a few household items we have to get through. Yeah. Um, I was watching this video on Instagram. And this bride was in a dance circle. Everyone has been to a wedding, I'm sure. And it was the bride. And she was in on the dance floor in the circle. And there was probably like 10,000 people surrounding her. It was exaggeration. Maybe like 30 people. And she's getting down and dirty and, and dancing to the song and shit. But I was just so bothered, man. I was just so bothered because in her left hand was her fucking cell phone. Now you're probably asking yourself, well, man, Jay, why are you so upset about that? Well, listen, dude, it's a wedding. It's your wedding. Everyone that is in your phone is at your wedding. Your parents, your best friends, extended family that you don't even fucking know exist. Your cousins, aunts, uncles, everybody. Also, you paid for a photographer, you paid for music. Everyone is there. Everything that's in a cell phone is in that area. All eyes on you. Why do you have your cell phone in your hand? Are you expecting a call from God? Are you expecting a call from God? And even if you are, even if that's the answer you give me, God's not going to use your cell phone. He's going to use your heart. He's going to stop that son of a bitch. And then he'll greet you in heaven's gates if you make it through. So you don't need your cell phone when you're the bride at your own wedding dancing. And it looked ridiculous. It's a giant ass phone. Look like a laptop. Don't put that up to your head. Don't put that up to your head. What do you think's going to happen, man? Eesh. Good Lord. Speakerphone, baby. Ugh, okay. So we got that out of the way. What else? What else? There was something else. Um, yes. Okay. I used to have this job in the city, in the city of Chicago. I was living in the suburbs. I had to commute from the train station to the city. It was about 45 minutes. And dude, I was getting up at the ass crack of dawn. Your boy was getting up at like 5 a.m. If you're waking up before like turkey vultures, before chickens, before roosters, llamas, like anything that lives in a barn, you should reconsider it. You should reconsider it. And I reconsidered it, but not after this. So every time we would get to the final station, it was called Ogilvy Station in Chicago, I would see this dude in the bathroom every time wearing a suit. And it was just like, hey, like, like we, we, we pissed right next to each other. So we said hi for like the first time. It's not, it's not conventional, but it's not like rare. Sometimes it happens. And then we, we'd say goodbye and we go our separate ways. And then a couple more times throughout the week, you know, I'd see him in the bathroom and then we'd end up like walking out to the street out of Ogilvy train station. And he was a knowledgeable dude, man. He was giving me some advice. Some like life advice. And 
we would split up at the at the road at the uh the beginning of the road that's right outside of Ogilvy train station. So right when you leave the, the train station, there's a street, and we'd split ways. And this was going on for like two weeks. And the third, like the third week of always seeing this dude, I didn't see him in the bathroom. Like I, I saw him almost every day in that bathroom. And then I, I walked outside. I didn't see him. Went to work the next day. And it was like the end of the week on that third week. I went to the bathroom. I didn't see him. I was starting to get worried. Like maybe this dude got fired or he died or something. Like he's a little bit older. And uh, I walk outside, and instead of going to the left, what I normally do, I took a right, and I wanted to take a scenic route to work. And I see this motherfucker living in a box at Ogilvy train station. He was a homeless dude. He was homeless, man. He was giving me life advice. Unless he, like, gambled his house and his life earnings, like, two weeks ago and lost everything. But, dude, he was a homeless guy giving me advice. Granted, maybe maybe he had a successful life before then. But, man, if, if the advice you were giving me and you were, you were living by that advice led you to being homeless, you shouldn't be talking to me about that shit, man. God damn. It's just like, it's really eye-opening. It was really eye-opening. He was a nice guy, though. I liked him. I liked him. Just the advice part. Oh, God, man. Like, if I started implementing that, I'd probably be like his bunk bed in a couple weeks. Ugh, man. <laughs> Shout out to Jared. <laughs> You're still out there, dude. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on today? Um, we're going to talk about something a little sensitive. Uh, so it, I'll tell you what it is. We're going to talk about the COVID vaccine and I've never talked about it. I've always been kind of like sheltered away when it comes to that stuff. And I just always do my own thing, but I'm reading this book and shout out to Christine, father Bach. She gave me this recommendation and it's such a good book. It's called the happiest man on earth. There she is. And what it's about is a uh, an Auschwitz survivor. Obviously, he lived in Germany, and then like I, I don't want to tell too much about the story, but he ended up going to Auschwitz. And I'm only on chapter six right now, so he's literally just getting on the train to go to Auschwitz. But I never talk about COVID, and you're probably wondering, like, okay, what are you talking about Auschwitz now? COVID, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well. There are some parallels that I have made considering this, these two things, this, uh, this Jewish survivor and the COVID vaccine. So I'm going to, I'm going to go over that today. So if you want to leave, if you don't want to hear this shit, I completely understand. I probably wouldn't either, but I just kind of want to speak about the parallels I see so I'll give you a second to click out and leave if you're going to before I get started. Okay, so first of all, I want to state that I don't think that the COVID vaccine shenanigans was anywhere near what the Jews went through 
during World War II, just right off the bat. There's not even a comparison, okay? So we got that clear. But this, there were some parallels to, like, the prelude, like, where this could have ended up. Okay. So, back in World War II, so we're talking, like, around the late 30s, maybe early to mid 40s um if you were if you were jewish in a german town in germany like you were looked at as you needed to be exterminated because you have to think at this time in germany like living was so rough there was inflation there were no jobs. People were poor. People were struggling. There was not enough food going around. Like the harshest conditions you can think. Okay. There was a depression. And just so happened that a charismatic leader came into power. Okay. And this leader found someone to blame, put all of the blame on Jews, all of it. And they were the reason why Germany was doing so poorly, solely. It was the Jews. So the Jews were, were essentially, the Jews were killing Germans just by being alive. So what do you have to do? You have to exterminate all of the Jews. They cannot exist because they're taking away from you. This particular person, Eddie Jakku, in the book, and like a lot of other families living in Germany, he was Jewish, but they saw themselves as German citizens first. They saw themselves as German citizens, not Jews. They were so passionate about Germany and being German. They loved everything about it. But in the flip of a switch, because this this leader Hitler used fear and propaganda to turn the people, the neighbors of these Jews, and held them under this light that they were the problem. This is why Germany is falling. So we have that in our minds now, okay? The parallel that I'm making with the COVID vaccination is that most people in this country see themselves as Americans first, right? All of the sudden, this shit got so politicized, this vaccination, that if you didn't get vaccinated, you were going to kill the American people. And there were fear tactics being used like you wouldn't believe. In this day and age, we didn't have Hitler. No, no, no. We had social media that was fueling, that was fueling up these far, far left vaccinated people that were all about pro-vax. Listen, just personally, I'm not against vaccines at all. I have all my vaccines. I was just so hesitant on getting this COVID vaccine because of how hard they were pushing it and the incentives. Like, you, you get a case of beer if you get a vaccine. 
Like you could win money if you get a vaccine. And the vaccine came out so fucking quick. It's just like the logic I was using is I like I already don't trust big pharma going into this. I do not trust them at all. Because there have been so many cases in the past where they have fucking killed so many people. You know, that when you're going to rush, I know they're so caught up in this money grab. They love anything with money and they will put lives in harm's way. That is big pharma. They do not give a fuck. If they get a two, $2 billion penalty, they don't give a fuck. They made $7 billion. It's a profit. Like, the, the, why would they care? So that was my thought process going into this vaccine. And I was so hesitant about it. And I ended up not getting it. And I also didn't like the the tactic that they were using for fear. And it was so politicized. And I mean, it it goes both ways, though. I understand. So you have the non-vaccine saying that this is this vaccine is like the devil vaccine. If you take this shit, you're going to die. I don't think it's like that. I do not think it's like that. I think they didn't do the research they said they did for the long term. And this was just a giant money grab. It was a giant money grab. So that's where I stand on it. And I didn't get the vaccine. I had to fucking lie to people saying that I got the vaccine because I thought I was going to be fucking lynched, dude. Like people were coming at you that these are your friends, your family coming at you saying, I think that if you didn't get the vaccine and you get sick, you should fucking die. These were words that were being said, okay? Doesn't that fucking kind of sound like what I was just mentioning about in Germany? Like, listen, the Jews, the Jews are unvaccinated, right? So make that correlation. The Jews are the unvaxxed people. They're harming you. They're going to kill you. They're making this state so unsafe. So what do we do with them? Got to get rid of them, right? They're not being vaxxed. And I think what happened, man, like it scares me to think that I I feel like people would have no problem rounding up the non-vaxxers if they were told to, to round up the non-vaxxers, to put them in a fucking truck and send them off to to a concentration camp or somewhere. Like people, yeah, maybe now it like, in retrospect, you're like, no, I would have never done that. I would have never done that. It got that fucking bad, dude. It got that scary. I just don't want people to forget what happened. Like, it got bad. It got so divided. And that social media was just fueling up both sides. And there was just continuous lies. Like, what, what else do you think from Big Pharma, man? They always fucking lie. Like, what did they say? They said that if you get the vaccine... You cannot catch it. You were immune. You could not catch COVID. That was a fucking lie. Right? That was a lie. But but the problem is, man, people went all in with this because they were so fucking scared. The propaganda was so strong and social media is just so accessible in your hand that everyone was getting brainwashed by this shit. Turning everyone against each other, dude. You had fucking Schwarzenegger saying, fuck your freedom. 
Fuck my freedom. <laughs> How is that okay? How are people okay with that? Fuck my freedom. Listen, man, if you say that the vaccine, if you take the vaccine, you can't get it. Well, then you have nothing to worry about, right? Like use logic, use your fucking common sense, dude. And it was just, man, we got tunnel vision. There was a fog of war, dude. It was a fog of war. And I don't know. I'm, yeah, I just had to lie to people saying I got the fucking, the vaccine. And people were checking your cards to see if you were vaccinated so you can get into a place. Checking your, your citizenship to see if you're a citizen here. There was just a lot of, a lot of parallels after reading this book about what could have almost happened with the, the COVID-19 vaccine. How I'm seeing it. Like, I'm telling you, man, if there was just that one extra push where they're like, or someone like if Schwarzenegger would have said, round up all these people, these non-vaxxers and put them in a, put them in a truck, and get them out of here. Fuck your freedom. That would have happened. That would have happened. So we got to be careful. We have to be so fucking careful with this shit, dude. Do you think the Jews in Germany expected this to happen? No, they were all friends. They were all friends living amongst each other. But because someone who was so charismatic started talking and fear-mongering the German citizens, putting all of the blame on the Jews, that those citizens were ready to fucking roll, to get them out so they can have a a thriving country again. It's that it could be that simple. You got like people don't think that can happen. Of course it could fucking happen. We're still humans. Of course it can. People are easily manipulated. Of course. Look look what the fuck just happened 2 years ago, 3 years ago. People are easily manipulated. And when you use the propaganda of all the celebrities saying, get your vaccine, like they have such a tremendous reach and you want to play that game to have them go on their social media and they have outreach to millions, if not billions of people telling them to get the vaccine. And worse than that, that's fine. You can get the vaccine worse than that. If you don't get the vaccine, like you are, you are the problem. Fuck you. You are the problem. You're killing us. You are killing us. So now you just made this huge divide. You are dehumanizing people who do not get the vaccine. Just the same way that fucking Hitler dehumanized the Jews. It's for the greater good. It's for the greater good. Germany, do you want to fucking stand up? Do you want to be thriving? Do you want to get this economy rolling? Well, the fucking Jews are taking your goddamn jobs. The Jews are making your children sick and killing you. We have to stand up and exterminate them. And they did. It's exactly what the fuck happened. They were ready to go. They had a leader that had their back, what they thought, and everyone just jumped on the wagon. Because if you went against it, then your ass was on the fucking firing squad.
you were getting shot at. So, dude, we have to fucking learn from our... We have to fucking learn from history. How are we not learning from history? Wake the fuck up, people. Jesus, man. All of a sudden, you're going to listen to Big Pharma, who doesn't want to take any responsibility if you get sick after this fucking vaccine or if you die. They want... Their hands are clean. Not our fault. Not our problem. Shouldn't have got the vaccine. It's not our problem. Dude, in the past, they have killed so many fucking people. Now you are first in line to get their vaccine that was, like, extraordinarily rushed. Doesn't make sense, man. Doesn't make sense. Just go read about Fauci and his past. Oh, man. I'm sorry. We're going to, we're going to, that, listen. That's all I'm saying on this case. I'll never speak about it again on my podcast. I just had to uh, to speak some facts, I guess, or my truths, how I felt about this situation. Because after reading this book, like books are knowledge, people. You have to read in order to not repeat the horrific past. And there were so many parallels. And people, you just have to be aware of your surroundings. You have to be aware, dude. Like, would you really put a person, like a friend of yours, who you were friends with your entire life, now all of a sudden because they don't want to get vaccinated because you thought it was going to harm your life without any facts. It was all speculation. It was all speculation. You were willing to put me in a fucking train car and send me off to a fucking, to a camp? Because I didn't get vaccinated. That's wild. That's wild. Stop dehumanizing us. Jesus, man. We have to come together. We have to be better than this. We have to be better than this. Oh, God. So hopefully if there is a next time, which there probably will be. Good Lord, people. Let's just use our fucking heads. Why would you trust Big Pharma? And who knows if this podcast is going to get played or not. (laughs) Probably not, but we're going to try anyways. But thank you for listening to me banter for a little bit. I appreciate all of you. Thank you. I love you. Appreciate you all for listening. And um, just be a good neighbor. Be a good friend. Just use your head. Think. Think before anything else. Don't just act. Really critically think. And just understand that love is... Love is the answer. Love is the answer. Sounds hippie as fuck, but think about it. It is. If we all love, there's no division, and we're all happy, right? So love you all. Thanks for listening. Have a nice night. Peace.